começamos de início? Começamos de início. Ok. Welcome to our new episode of Going Digital. Uh, this week, this episode is going to be a bit ad hoc because we didn't think we were going to be able to be together. Um, And we weren't. <laughs> also true. Um, so we don't really have a topic for this week, but uh, we decided to put something together. Um, Vitor is a new user to Twitch. And Gary V also started an episode on Twitch. So the first question I'd like to ask Vitor is, how do you feel about the platform, the potential of the platform, and about the Gary V channel as well? Because you're a big Gary V fan. I am. So since since the beginning. And um, the, the thing with Gary V is that um, he pretty much joins every single social network available. So for him, Twitch was is just a, a medium for him to put his content on. Not that he's a gamer, so he's not going to p- use it for, for gaming. It is, he's going to use it for marketing purposes, which uh, gives me to the other side of the coin, which I, I think that Twitch is going to be probably the future of, of um, like Instagram, right? So everyone's going to join because it finds it, it is a good platform to put video and to, uh, to reach to gamers. And, um, and, uh, and right now there's a lot of people using Twitch, not just for gaming, Uh, but also for conferences, for interviews, and that kind of stuff. So um, I joined Twitch because I saw Gary Vee also join Twitch, and I thought, well, if he's joining Twitch, there's my, there, there might be a reason for a reason for that. And actually, the reason I think it's going to be uh, where you need to be where people are, right? So if people are using YouTube, you should have a YouTube channel. If people are actually using Twitch, then you should have also a Twitch channel. So and and uh, created a Twitch channel. Um, I haven't done anything with it, just the beginning. Um, but I find it quite hypnotic to and and relaxing to see the other people playing games. It is. So it is really addictive, and uh, you can spend a lot of time just yeah. staring just... at the screen, <laughs> seeing other people dying and and playing games. Yeah. When I when I was first introduced to Twitch, uh, I had this thing of like, what? I'm supposed to sit in front of the computer watching people play? No, I want to play myself. But it is extremely relaxing, and you even have some channels where people are actually programming, and mm. they'll live stream it as well, and yeah. it's super super uh... cool. Um, Marco, what about you? It's interesting how Twitch is evolving from from that. Uh, it's not just a gaming platform because that's where it started. Uh, in the beginning, it was just in TV, so people would stream whatever they wanted. Then they focused on just gaming and they released Twitch. So it's now fun to see how Twitch is now going back to whatever people want to stream in live and talk to other people. Okay, the focus is still gaming, but there's a lot of stuff happening regarding uh, coding in so pair programming almost live with a hundred people. Uh, business uh, conversations going on or conference calls happening uh, happening there so it's an interesting evolution Wait, uh, sorry. of Twitch what do you mean conference calls as in conference no, well I see conference calls like this like uh, people getting together oh right there's one because you can share audio between right. multiple people also on um, Twitch I, I think Twitch is actually in a really interesting position right now because like content creators are super super unhappy with YouTube and if Twitch plays its cards right it might mm-hmm. come and replace like YouTube because people are really pissed off right now from demonetization from all the shit of how like how yeah. YouTube dealt with the Logan Paul videos so there is a really good opening in the market mm-hmm. right now for a good platform a, v- a good video platform and Twitch might be that platform uh yeah and and if they can merge both worlds like Patreon and YouTube yeah. they then they they have something that might work because people are also mm-hmm. and happy with and imagine uh, uh well Twitch belongs to Amazon so um, I'm not sure if they have an application for the Amazon Fire TV, but uh, if they, they have. Uh, yeah, I don't. Know. I, 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 I,
Well, um, that might be a good. I think so. um, We just had this kind of topic and conversation before, uh, right after lunch. So um, back in Portugal, there was a channel, uh, there was a TV uh, cable operator that could have, um, that would have an online video platform. And then you can see the videos also on your TV setup box. Maybe Amazon can do the same with Twitch and um, and Fight TV. If you just actually log in into Twitch.tv, first thing that says on the blue bar, Twitch Prime, free loot every month, exclusives, ad-free viewing, and access to hundreds of movies and TV shows with Prime Video. I don't know if Prime is related to the Amazon one or it not. It is, yeah. Well, if... Like yeah. Prime Video, it's uh, an Amazon's yeah. version of Netflix. Uh, I'm just looking. Yeah, it is. It's it's the same Prime. Okay, so I should connect my Amazon account mm-hmm. to my Twitch account. Yep. Uh, it's um, It even says also included with your Amazon Prime membership. Prime members discount on pre-order yeah. box games. You even get discounts on games and everything. See? That's pretty cool. Amazon is pretty much going to rule the world. I agree with that. <laughs> um twitch.tv so let me see if I can click my Amazon <laughs> the other thing I think it could be interesting for us to discuss this week and I heard this yesterday from you guys um, 800 million telegram ICO mm-hmm. and they're going for it again yeah, yeah. it's insane it is yeah uh, it's, it's 800 million is a lot of money <laughs> it's well the thing is with this ICO you can see there's a goal with it right so it belongs to a company already in the market they have a product it's not that they're just raising money for starting something new it is yeah but okay fine they're not starting from zero they're starting exactly. from 0. 0.1 <laughs> okay. you get the point but yeah but they're, they're doing an entire new platform that's why they raise the money right right but the thing is they already produce something right they have a product in the market yeah. it's stable we already know what company is uh, telegram is um they 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 are probably more secure than the other ones that we've seen on the market but still it's um it's a good way to lose money right um on the other hand there's a lot of uh companies in the UK around Europe that they are forbidding people to uh, uh invest in in bit well um bitcoin and ICOs through their credit cards so uh the clampdown on on these kind of transactions and investments will will start to, to happen uh, across the world, yeah. Yeah. Um, Marco, what about you? What do you think about the Telegram stuff? Are, are you a Telegram no user? Idea. Honestly, I've... Uh, yeah. Rarely. I haven't installed... Uh, may, I might have like two or three group chats there, but I rarely use Telegram. So I haven't paid really much attention of what's going on to telegram uh, so like the headlines that there's the I- there was ico hundred eight hundred uh, and something million now there's a second ico private ico mm-hmm. planning or going on uh i since noticed that they released like two or three new new products recently so before the ico so that did move some stuff uh created some buzz but Following i haven't been it. researching and paying attention what they are doing um it looks like almost that they want to become a platform uh, like WeChat, just create channels, create groups, uh, allow payments. But I need to read a bit more before being able to um, comment on that. But still, we're going to have the same problem with ICOs, right? So the, the point is, it's, um, uh, it's a company already established in the market that has some products, but still it's ICO for something new without any return 
uh, on investment, right? So, yeah, it's, I think it's utility tokens. So, uh, yeah, but the thing is, everyone promises tokens, right? It can be a token for pretty much everything. But the thing is, if you invest in a stock, if you invest in a company, you probably should get um, a return, or at least that my kind of market is regulated. So my guess is that probably ICOs. Uh, well, we have the same here in in the UK, right? So the the um, the parties here are trying to regulate uh, blockchain and ICOs for mm-hmm. for that. Um, back in Portugal, there's no rules for that. Uh, it's great. It is. <laughs> Yay, uh, Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but across Europe, I think, I think that uh, those ICOs need to be regulated first because I see a lot of people probably going to lose some money in the future. Um, and as someone said, it was, so Sun? ICOs were, what was it, the Ponzi scheme uh, on steroids yeah. uh, on, a, on a fire or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um at, at the same time, um, we, we talk and criticize ICOs often, which maybe we shouldn't, but uh, but we've had scams in startup world for a while. One of them, I'm reading the title right now. Snap CEO Ivan Spiegel got 637 million bonus last year, and the Snap shares are going down and down and down and down. So there's scams everywhere in tech. <laughs> yeah. They are. Uh yeah, and the the fun part about Snapchat shares going down. Uh, yesterday, uh, Kyle, Kyle Jenner. Jenner, like the the Kardashian, yeah, they she posted on Twitter. Does anyone still use Snapchat? Because I don't use it anymore. And then the shares went down six percent. So if one person can crash your social network six percent, like in the stock, maybe yeah, maybe that is a bit of a scam. Well, uh, uh, I wouldn't call it a scam, but it, like Snapchat used to be. A good yeah, it's product. not a scam, but it's just like with the redesigns and all that, it's just weird and they're in a really crappy position i never got like, snapchat what does snapchat really offer me that for example instagram doesn't you know i have instagram mysteries stories there uh the community is better it's supported by facebook porn yeah. still right yeah maybe yeah big pics <laughs> no 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 and even even the, the actual porn channels uh you porn for example uh always has uh, a new porn star taking over the channel every weekend uh, and you can get exclusive content there as well. Some is is that the new thing for Snapchat? I don't know. I, I, don't, don't, I don't see a big market there. No, just I, don't, with that. I, don't, I don't use Snapchat. Um, it's going to be a sad story because they actually no. received like I think an acquisition offer from um, Instagram a few years ago that was quite big, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Facebook wanted one to buy billion, them for they rejected, one billion, right? And they refused. I, I think. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, it was. Good it luck was with one that billion. Then. <laughs> What else should we talk about? It's so weird. It's our first time. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, uh, weird. Yesterday we went to Alan Turing Institute. Uh, yes. To the Alan Turing Institute. Yeah, yeah, in London, and that was quite interesting. I, I didn't know about it. Uh, so for those that don't know about it, also the Alan Turing Institute, uh, it's an institute created uh, by multiple universities here in the UK. Was a, was a partnership also from the government that's focused on data science and AI. Uh, so they have, have less than 100 people at the moment, but they're focused on really doing research in multiple areas uh, that might affect the, the economy, the social well-being of people, uh, self-driving cars, uh, things like that. 
So yeah, what was your uh, perspective? For starters, um, they have a really cool office. <laughs> That's <laughs> the first thing I'd say. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, the office yep. is inside the <laughs> British na- uh, National British Library. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And yeah, King's it's such a badass place because for starters. It's the British Library, because it's a really cool building. If you've never been there, go and visit. Second, on the left, they have the biggest ex, uh, expositor of Harry Potter. Like, they have a huge exposition yeah. of Harry Potter. And then there's the Alan Turing <laughs> part as well. Um, but I, I think it's really interesting. So uh, the episode we would have released before this one, uh, we interviewed Professor Karsten Maple, uh, who's leading some of the research there. Karsten has been... During my entire lifetime, like, he's been one of the smartest people I've met. And if it comes down to him saying that, like, there's people a lot smarter than him working there, it's really inspirational. <laughs> um, so I'd, I'd love to spend more time there. And hopefully next time I come to London, we can maybe record an episode there and interview some of the people there. That could be really interesting. Uh, so I'll try to get that down for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a really cool experience. And for him to explain, you know, some of the research that's being done there. Of course, we can't really talk about that on video. But some of the things that are being done there, it was really, really, really nice. It's a shame you couldn't join this visitor. Uh, join at, um, at drinks. Drinks. <laughs> the best part of it. <laughs> Your priorities are in the right place. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Should I visit the institute and yeah, learn exactly. about the science, machine learning, what people yeah. are doing, or go for um, drinks? Let's well, go for drinks. I, I might have a couple of um, uh, things to talk about uh, just by looking at our tech coffee, daily tech coffee with uh, oh, Vito Domingos. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> You can listen to the to the whole thing. Um, we'll make sure to put the link in the description. Yeah, exactly. So um, a couple of, of news, and and because I know how much you love UK and London, uh, we can talk about City Mapper. So they have uh, their own bus. Is that a big thing? Like, because you guys, like both you and Marco, when we met, you were like, City Mapper has a bus. Is that such a big thing? Like the bus work pretty well here. Well, no. listen, it's um, it's um, uh, a mobility application for phones that now owns buses to transport people can you see the whole thing so it's not a transportation company that has an application it's someone that developed an application and now has a transportation company are you going to say city mapper is the uber uber for buses probably (laughs) (laughs) i would i I wouldn't say that the thing is i would say uh my perspective on city mapper developing these buses it's really not to be a transportation company they are in my perspective they are using these buses uh going around london to showcase their technology and what they can provide cities for their own uh, infrastructure so instead of cities developing their own software for buses and uh for connecting people they can like there's a package that you can just install on all your buses uh have this package in your central uh, command center and you can control your entire uh, public transportation mm. system. And I think that's where CityMapper is betting on. It's becoming a provider for cities instead of provider of, well, transports. That's my perspective. Uh, I'm, I'm a big CityMapper fan, right? It, it works great. I put things in there. Mm-hmm. It gives me the map, even connects to Uber, all that crap. I don't know. I just don't see the big thing about them having a bus, but maybe it's because I don't live here. Like, well, do, do you have... C- no, I don't, I don't use we your bus. So for me, it's like, okay, they have a bus. It's interesting, but... No, no, no. Yeah, no. But um, on the other hand of the, of the whole thing, um, Sadiq Khan, so the London city mayor, uh, just announced, um, was it yesterday or yesterday? Today, sorry, yesterday or today, that um, he wouldn't allow 
uh, for the tube to be um, like the DLR. driverless. Travelers, driverless, driverless. So uh, he thinks that's a madness. Have the trains uh, being drived by <laughs> on one track, being drived by a computer. But on the on the other hand, he finds it quite natural for us to have driverless cars around London. Yeah. So it it gets seriously. So are we against the? And isn't isn't like one of your trains like the DLR? Is no, the, the, the DLR is driverless. Yes. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is. I think it's more poli politics than anything else all because of all the the strikes with the TFL. If he would come out and say like the tube is going to be driverless, you're going to have a strike of more drivers and the unions. Like no, we can't. We're going to fire tons of people. He would already so be proactive about making it driverless. Politics <laughs> I think that if cars had a union uh, or unions, we never have uh, driverless cars <laughs> because they, they they all wanted uh, a driver to to drive them. So I think that's the kind of issue that we're facing at at the moment. A lot of confusion. A lot of, about uh, we want to use. So my point is, we really want to use new technology. And we want to use that technology to transform our cities, but we don't know how we should regulate it, yeah. right? So TFL has the buses, City Mapper is doing this. We have the mayor saying that they don't want uh, trains to be driverless, but we want cars to to have uh, uh, to be driverless. Um, we want people to invest in new technology in blockchain, but. Uh, then we don't want we don't allow them to but invest. Isn't, isn't that normal because you've got tech companies super fast government to create regulation super slow and you're always going to have that problem it it is but the thing is there's a difference between governments being super slow and governments governments being against it so you have the two faces of the coin you have governments saying yes we want to bet on technology and new companies and new ideas on the other hand they're saying well sh we shouldn't do that I and mean, we should pretty much regulate everything so they don't they don't um, uh, they don't come together we need to, uh, it's like that of uh, cheap fast and uh, and uh, and good yeah, right good. pick yeah. two um so you can't you can't have uh the cake and eat it you need to you need to do something uh, and you, you always have politics at play as well like if the big banks don't want something to happen it doesn't happen if they want it to happen it does happen if some crazy politician doesn't want something to happen on transportation it doesn't so it's really it's a really complicated combo it is um well uber probably is the best uh example for that right exactly so it's a really good, cool idea that everyone can copy and everyone can have it. So any taxi company can can have that kind of application. And yet there are some countries like Portugal, like here in London, that they lost the the, the license last year, um, that they want to make it harder for people to actually use that kind of service. So I th I think that um, from the from a government point of view, and uh, either they should tell people and companies that that uh, technology is good, but also give that kind of free path and free way for them to yeah. actually bring some innovation. Otherwise, we're just going to waste time. And yep. um, and usually companies find a solution around that, right? So it just takes them um, um, a bit of time to uh, to understand how to how to deal with that. And with that, we actually need to end the episode because I need to go to the airport. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Subscribe, share. Let us know what you think about the episodes. Thank you very much, guys, for joining me. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.